Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway superfans. From Broadway superfans. We're here with Rima Webb. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for sitting down with us. I'm so happy to be here with you too. I'm a fan. Uh, (laughs) We're fans. (laughs) We've been obsessed with you since Violet. Yes. Uh, And probably the Book of Mormon, but Mm. I don't know that we knew that you were in it. But, you know, in looking back at the credits. Right. Yeah. We saw the the second preview, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It was one of those moments we tried the lottery and we lost and we were like, once in a lifetime opportunity, let's just buy. They were like tickets available in the the balcony and we just bought tickets. Yeah. We were on such a major high. The best decision we ever made. Because we didn't know. We were just in a book, holed up in a room. Forever, and I had been with them since it was twenty-eight pages in the mm. second act. So, so to cool. go through that process, and you think it's great, but you have no idea when you let, you know, the monster out the box. Is yeah. anybody else going to like it? So that was a major high. <sighs> yeah, Back that's then. so exciting. Well, before we get into it, we have questions that we ask everyone who comes on the podcast. Okay. So the first one is: Do you know Beth Level? I don't know Beth Level. <laughs> That's okay. Don't don't. Who's Beth Level? She's a she's an actress. We're kind of obsessed oh, okay. with her, and we just ask people. Oh, if now they know I'm going to find out everything. Oh, that she's she's the best. She's in the Jazzy <laughs> Chaperone. She was the Chaperone. Oh, okay. Yeah. We just like telling people about her okay. if they don't already. Know All right. Who she yeah. Is. Okay, Beth. <laughs> Preach the word of that. <laughs> Which show do you most want revived? Huh. That I want most revived. Believe it or not, there's an old show called um, Bubble and Brown Sugar. It was the very first mm. Broadway show I've ever seen in my mm. life. Cool. So I'd like to see that revived. That or Pearly. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are good picks. Have you ever fallen asleep on stage while pretending to be asleep or dead on stage? <laughs> I can't believe you, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> <I did. gasps> oh, my God. Tell me everything. Oh. It was during Violet, you oh. know, when we were sitting in those chairs oh, yeah. in the back. And one yeah. day I was just really sick and I was really tired. Oh, well, now it's less funny. And <laughs> I just remember at one point I was like, oh, my God. I was because I once I heard, I was like, get up. I, I, the snoring yeah. woke me up. I must mm-hmm. have been really tired. Oh. Yeah, I went in. <laughs> I did. That's amazing. <laughs> What's your favorite Broadway house? Oh, Wow. I'm I'm sorry. That New Amsterdam is still one of the mm. most beautiful houses yeah. I've ever seen. Um, that's pretty beautiful. I love the ha- what what house is Wicked in? I can never the Gershwin. 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 I, think, I think the Gershwin is beautiful mm-hmm. too. But the New Am for me, hands yeah. down, is number one. Yeah. Mm. How old is your headshot? Okay, that headshot <laughs> that I currently have. I don't know which which one is it. That might be about two or three mm. years old, but before that, I was using the one that I used since I was 19. Amazing. And I was still booking jobs. Yeah. That's trifling, though. I That's bad. <laughs> it was great. to the point someone was like, oh my God, really? Because my hair was so 80. Oh. <laughs> but I love that hairstyle. Yeah. I'll go back to it. Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to look up that headshot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you read reviews? I absolutely don't. Um, for this show, there was uh, the Ben Brantley review was so 
so, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I did read that. And then I didn't read any of the others. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read something about the church ladies. Uh, oh, Broadway yeah. Box. Mm-hmm. So they I did, did read that. that. But no, because I, I, I know it's it's just one person's opinion, whether it's positive or negative. And, but I'm just so... I'm not built like that. If it's really, if it's bad, I I would probably be devastated. Mm. Even though I know cerebrally, it's it's just someone's opinion, but mm. it's it's hard on me, more my mm. spirit for totally. me. Totally, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some people are like, oh, it's it's like after I'd be like, oh, I don't care. I, like, oh <laughs> <laughs> I got to recover. Yeah. So. Uh, what is the show you've seen the most times? Oh wow, that I've sat back and seen. Um, course lion king because mm. i was in it so long but i would always go back and watch it uh, back in the day ragtime i watched it a lot mm. it's hard for me to see i've seen wicked a few times mm-hmm. i love wicked um because i've always been on a show schedule july sure. 6th marked 18 years of never being without a show wow that's i amazing. mean january 6th and so i've always been on that schedule so i can't mm. really see too many things too yeah. many times mm. That makes sense. Who would you fangirl over? Oh my god, fangirl! I'm see, I'm the ultimate fan. Everybody over all my colleagues, like I get Mm. colleague crushes all the time. So I love so many people. Of course, I love Audra. I love Kelly. Um, There's so many talented (laughs) people. You know, I can't even say. I I just. Okay, right now I'm Cynthia's number one fan. Mm, I am yeah. because that's a beast and it's a a master class on how to perform mm. a song. So she's she's my number one right now. She's so yeah. good. I love yeah. Sutton. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. I have so many and it's it's all the people all the people that I know and love. Yeah. Um of course when this interview is over, I'm gonna be able to go on and on and <laughs> mm-hmm. on. And then there are people that I'm in Broadway inspirational voices with that I just, I love all of those people. There's so many talented people. And you see how I had a girl, cr- I had a crush on you guys. Like, I, get, <laughs> I just love artists. So yeah. it's, it's, I quickly, yeah. and I love quirkiness. I love uniqueness. And so anything, anyone that's like that, um, um, Anne Harada. Oh, <laughs> she's so great. She's so good. <laughs> I'm trying to see, uh, mm-hmm. It's just too yeah. many. I mean, come. we get it. That's our brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your best or worst survival job? Which you haven't had in 18 yeah, years, right? I haven't, really, I've had, I haven't had to do that. I think starting out, the hardest thing was doing children's theater and mm. being up and being at the venue by 10 a.m. And then you mm. had to unload the van and put the set up, uh, get your costumes on, do the show, Break down, put it in the van, and drive back and get paid mm. nothing for it. Yeah. So maybe that was that was mm. the most. But I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Last question. Mm-hmm. If you had comps and a time machine, what would you see? I would go back and see the original Wiz. Mm. Oh, my mom didn't. She, you know, Bubbling Brown Sugar was my first show. Annie was my second. Oh, God. Y'all know how old Grace is. (laughs) And that, but one weekend she came to see The Wiz and left me home. I would definitely go and see that. Mm. And um, 
I don't even need a time sh- time machine. Like I'm so desperate to go see the King and I right now because as a little girl, I would get up on Saturday mornings and just if it was on, I would watch it. I was and I just knew Yul Brenner was going to be my baby daddy one day when I grew up. And I just think it's one of the most beautiful pieces that were ever written that was ever written. So I don't know. That's it. Those, mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good answers. Definitely. I would like to see The Wiz. Me too. Yeah, the Especially after version. seeing that The like? Live, which was so great. Yeah, I mm. loved it. Oh, I loved it was it. so, so good. good. I'm so Shout excited it's Daddy coming. Shout out to Big Daddy Stephen Aramis. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Such a great orchestrator. So you made your Broadway debut in Ragtime. I did. Can you tell us about that? We love Ragtime. We love Ragtime so, so much. Okay. So what happened was I went in for a showboat audition and uh, I didn't get it. And they called and said, you're not right for showboat. You know, we're, we're really not. But there's this new ditty that we have coming out and we want you to come in and audition for that. And so my callback was for ragtime. I didn't know what it was. And that's how I got ragtime. Mm. That's amazing. And at that time, I was supposed to do the Lion King workshop. I had was hired for that, but I wanted the production contract and that experience. And so I was a swing in ragtime on the first national. But at that time, just as the Broadway company was going up, we were already rehearsing in, in the, you know, at, at the time it was called the Ford Center, mm, right. the Lyric. And so we were already rehearsing while they were in previews. So Frank and Graziella were coming straight off of them right to us. And we were able to go see them in previews. And I guess about two or four months later, the first soprano went out there in Audra cover. And as a swing, they were like, hey, we need you. We need somebody to go in there immediately. And you know all these tracks. And that's how I got there and made my Broadway debut. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Oh, can you just talk a little bit about the swing experience? Because I think we both are like, we love hearing about, I think it's something that a lot of theater fans especially don't hear enough mm-hmm. about and understand mm-hmm. it is literally like the hardest job it's the hardest most thankless amazing job you can possibly <laughs> have for me for me i can't speak for everyone i loved uh having all those tracks in my head and um it really actually for that to be my first job i think it really shaped me as um, a performer and how I learn a show. Cause I could be a little scattered probably if I didn't have that discipline. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't practice it, 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 it could make things a little bit harder for you, but being a swing helps you to see the show 360 mm-hmm. degrees. Mm-hmm. So at any point you really can see who's there, who's, who's stage left, who's stage right, who's catacornered, who's diagonal to you, who's downstage up. So you can really see everything. It's, 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 it's a weird perspective where I don't think everybody really thinks of that. Like at Mm. any point, you know, where everyone is Mm -hmm. in your dreams at a certain point. And so, and then the inner like triumph you feel when you go on and you do a good job and you step into that role, it just makes you feel really, really good. And then it also breaks up the, you know, it breaks up having to do the same thing mm. over and over. I, I'm type A and crazy, and I loved <laughs> having all those tracks mm. in my head. I absolutely loved it. And then there were days where I could just sit down and rest my behind. And, <laughs> you know, that was great. Now, doing four months of a split track was hell. Mm. But and it, it's, it's like deliciously 
it could spirit breaking, but you just love it. You know, I, I yeah. really liked it. And I think if you're capable of doing it, I don't know if everybody's built to be a swing actually, mm. but if you can experience it and do it, I think it just makes you a more well-rounded performer. Definitely. I, just do. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I love it. Uh, Jenny Ford, who is the ultimate Broadway swing, you know, she has a book on it mm-hmm. and she's just amazing with it. And we started out together, but uh, she and I kind of feel the same way when we have conversations about it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Actors Equity is doing a Swing Appreciation Day coming up. Cool. Yeah. Oh, really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't remember what day it is, but I think it's either this month or next month. Yeah. That is so yeah. great. Yeah. Then as that. a swing, too, you get to see, there's for me, there's like two different types of performers. There's that one that's like, I'm here and you're in the wrong spot and don't bother me. You know, <laughs> yeah. just unmovable. Then you have the other person like, child, just move over that way. Come you know, they're, they're really helpful. Yeah. And, and so it helps uh, make you have thick skin and, and realize that how everybody is. And, mm-hmm. and then you don't take it. Uh, it just, it just makes it not so deep for mm-hmm. you. And you get to see how other people process the show as well. And it's a good people learning how people deal with things. It teaches you how to do that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about the color purple. Because oh, we all just love the color purple so Yay. much. Well, and right so now much. we're in Rima's dressing room yeah. at the Jacobs, which is very exciting. Super exciting. Yay. When did you first come to the color purple, the story? Like the book? Did you read it when you were younger? Or? Absolutely. I've read 10 of Alice Walker's books. Mm-hmm. So... For me as a child, starting out at 13, she was the first Mm. female writer that I absolutely fell in love with. I'm obsessed with books. So forever, Mm. she was my absolute female writer, favorite female writer, and no one knows that. And so Mm. after I read that, then I read Possessing the Secret of Joy, The Temple of of My Familiar, um, Meridian. It just just went on and on and on. After 10 books... You start getting kind of like, oh my God, okay, I can't read another book. <laughs> and then I, I kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. And so then I went to go see the movie with my two best mm-hmm. friends when I was about 15, maybe. I can't remember. And I saw it over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again. And then throughout the years, I just watched it. It was my absolute favorite movie of all time above anything else. And then when they came to Broadway... Oh my God, I'm going to say this out loud. Mm-hmm. When they came to Broadway 10 years ago, you know, I, I, I kept saying, if that ever comes, I'm doing that. I know God, that, that's going to be my thing. Well, they had already done the workshop and I didn't mm-hmm. have representation or anything. I just didn't even know about it. It just like came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, and then they, were, they took that cast to Broadway and then they had auditions for replacements years later. I think a Shook yeah. Avery replacement. And I think they promoted from internally and mm-hmm. something else happened. I was like, oh, well, let's put that dream in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. It's over. So when it came around this get again, you know, sometimes they give you sides and everything within 48 hours. And I, and I was doing some other things. I think I was working with Bill Finn at the time. And I mm. said... I don't have time to prepare. No, thank you. And uh, Justin was gracious enough to say, no, they really, really want to see mm-hmm. her. So why don't you have her coming in Tuesday? And it's like, okay, that's doable. Get five good days to, or what, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, send four good days to, to study. And I, I went in. And at this point, I just really wanted to have a good audition. I just, that thirstiness for it wasn't mm-hmm. there anymore. I just... 
It's like, I'm going to be solid and give it. And then, uh, was, what were we doing? Was it right after New Brain? It seems like everything was happening. It was pretty at one soon time. after right. New yeah, Brain. All of it was happening at the same time. Yeah. And Bill had invited me to come to the Berkshires, Berkshires and uh, was going to write like a song cycle like for Elegy. Mm-hmm. So I went with him and I knew I was going for that and wouldn't, the producers wouldn't be able to see me. And so they said, we want her to come back. And uh, I think I went back again. And um, my agent said, I, I said, you have to tell them I can't come back. I have to do this thing with Bill because I love him so much. Mm-hmm. And he says, that's how we talk. And so I just love it. So at first I'm like, oh, my God. And they called and they said, we don't care. Send her anyway. And then the day I finished my one-woman show, he asked everybody to, I went home to Pittsburgh to leave the room, and he was like, I want you to know you booked Color Purple. (gasps) Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And he did that for something else, too. I think the day I finished... I don't know. He always tells me I booked a show, like, while I'm at the end of something Mm. else. He wants me to get through that. Mm -hmm. But then that's how I heard about it. That was... Sep- no, May 8th, mm-hmm. like May 8th, May 8th, May 9th. I, I mean, there's this cast is amazing. Yeah. And with each new piece of casting announced, it just got more and more exciting. <laughs> We're so happy they brought Cynthia over and Danielle and Jennifer Hudson and this and this, you know, adding up. But we kept being like, who, are the, who are the church ladies? That was towards the end, right? No yeah, way. I know. I, I, did, I couldn't talk about it because I was like, okay, rehearsals start in about three days. <laughs> can we like <laughs> talk about it yet like the church ladies are the most important yeah. part oh thank yes. you ladies church ladies are so especially I think I mean I, had you listened to the cast oh, wow. recording before you saw it the first uh, time with LaShawn's yeah no so that's interesting because I had listened to the cast recording so 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 many times and we went to go see it when I was on tour and it came to Newark like five or six years mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. Uh, six years to the date that we saw this revival oh, yeah no we didn't even weird. realize it are you serious yeah. time hop yeah. told me that yeah. we had been on a train to Newark yeah. to see so it funny. the tour wow yeah but I think when you listen to the cast recording you love the church ladies mm-hmm. and they're great but then when you get to see them in the actual show it's such a different experience of them they mm-hmm. seem more prominent in the show that for some reason than they do on the cast recording even though I think the church ladies parts on the cast recording are always my favorite and Virginia parts. Woodruff is a very good friend of I've grown up with her mm-hmm. since I was a little girl Amazing. in Pittsburgh and right before we started rehearsals we were talking about the church ladies and I was like I wonder who's gonna do your soprano child <laughs> I was like I know I'm doing alto I just know and she was like I don't know I was like whatever nobody hires me for soprano anymore they don't even know I do it well that goddamn yeah. Michael Webb I kind of argued with him too. He was like, "No, the parts are signed." Yeah, but you got You'll those be all right. notes. Yeah, girl. But I haven't. I mean, no one knows that I haven't done that in a <laughs> they while. They do now. I know. <laughs> God <laughs> dang him. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they're they're the Greek chorus of Absolutely. this show, Absolutely. and they yeah. they're the voice of the audience, and also just that rounding out the whole small town judgment. (laughs) Yeah, I love, I think you guys also get to have so much fun playing around, like, because you have moments where you're kind of, like, watching, and then you get to have your gossip session, like, I love getting, I love, you know, both of us love, like, watching the actors who aren't actually in the scene at that moment, like, Mm -hmm. watching everyone doing their background Mm -hmm. work, because that is one of, like, that's how you know really, really amazing actors. When you watch them, when the focus is not on them and they're like 
being amazing all the time. Oh, thank you. Well, I tell you what, being with John Doyle was like being in five weeks of a, of a master class because, uh, he stripped all schmacting away. Mm. His whole thing was at this point, you're just audience, you're, you're yourself or whatever experience, but no extra, just sit and be. And you know, we didn't know how to do that. We felt like something was weird to not have to do that. And then it became liberating. So it's, it was really wonderful to learn that style of acting or to be given permission to just be, but it makes you stay so focused in the story at mm. all time. And because at all times, because there's no follow spot, no production numbers, mm. no scrim, there's nothing to distract you from anything. And you have to be in that story. And we did so much work together. Like every hour he would make everybody sit down and say, what do you think? What do you think? And so we did table work from day one. We never had a table read. We never had an introduction, but we, he would sit us down and that was kind of like our table work every hour on the hour, every day for five weeks. So, but the one, and it'll be kind of hard to even go back to that kind Mm -hmm. of way of being because you just have to be because these people have never seen Broadway mm. or television or reality TV. They just are plain old folk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in Georgia. And mm-hmm. um so at that time to get to be given the permission to just be an audience member mm. was actually liberating. It was weird at first, but we're just just watching yeah. whatever your opinion is that day. Use yeah. it. He said, don't, I, he said, I don't want to come back and the show is slick. I don't want anything to look choreographed. And if I don't want you to look at the same person every day. I want you to have a different experience every day with the show. Hmm. And that was so liberating. That's awesome. Had you seen the original production? I sure did. Yeah, I, I mean, I figured, it. but since I you had it. that, yeah. that's good. Yeah, so I feel good. it laid the foundation for us to be here. Yeah. You know, where we Definitely. are. Right mm. I love, I mean, I was... You know, I think right now a lot of times, you know, some shows, Spring Awakening, coming back shows that were not, were here not that long ago. Mm-hmm. But, you know, well, you've seen both of these. For someone like me who I think I moved to New York like right after a couple of these shows closed, I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, please. I just mm-hmm. missed mm-hmm. those. Like, let's keep them all around for a long <laughs> <Right>. time. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, now this is my second revival of a show I saw yeah. when I first moved to New York, Spring Awakening oh. and this show. So I'm like, funny. keep them coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Revive ragtime again. Did you see Fiddler yet? Or are you going to go we see We saw Fiddler, Fiddler last night. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we liked it. It was great. It was really good. Oh, good. Does your your schedule doesn't really you have like a regular <laughs> no. schedule? We're, we're going to ask yeah. our stage manager if somehow next week maybe we can have understudy rehearsals Thursday and Friday because I have to see Allegiance. I have mm. to see oh, Telly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. all those people. I, I Mm. I hope hopefully that'll work out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's the double said sided that out, said that you know. publicly. <laughs> <laughs> it's an important show and everyone should see it before it closes. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of Bill Finn, can we talk about a new brain? <sighs> I, I was obsessed with a new brain. My college did it. It was like along with like the last five years, that and a new brain were like the two shows that were sort of going around those cast recordings when I was in college. And I was so excited when you were cast as the homeless woman and you were fantastic. Well, guess Mm. what? What? New album will be out very soon. (gasps) That's right. I I just actually talked to Vadim today 
Mm. And he said, uh, mm-hmm. just so you know, we're finishing up the final, I guess, mixing of the album and everything. So it'll be Amazing. Out soon. I so feel exciting. like every, just every cast recording of anything we get is so special and important and amazing. Like, I just treasure your cast recordings of everything. Yeah, it's it's so important. And Color Purple them. should be out January 29th. Fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah. 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 And wait. everyone buy them so they keep making them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Seriously. Were you familiar with A New Brain? I wasn't, and, but my manager was obsessed with it mm. forever. And about a year ago, before it, before the city center thing, he was like, the only thing I want you to focus on is getting this new this new brain gig. I was like, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. And he was like, there's a part in there I think would be really great for you, uh, the Lisa role. And I said, okay. So when it came along, I, I just went in and had a good solid audition. And then I listened to the album. I was like, wow Mm -hmm. is this really happening and i I loved it Mm -hmm. yeah yes Mm -hmm. bill finn i feel like you've been so much i don't know why i feel like i've known him from another life or something Mm. i don't know him at all and i love him so much (laughs) yeah (laughs) and he's just him he's just bill finn didn't know that was what his voice sounded like and now i'm obsessed with i just thought he's like rima hey rima (laughs) and you just Oh, you come do this show with me. And it's like, Ugh. okay, no, so it's about. Funny. I don't know what it's about yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably not doing a good imitation of him, but we don't know. You know I just love him. You know, he's so tall mm-hmm. and big and gruff, but he's just yeah. a teddy bear. Mm. I, I just want. I just mm. every chance I get to hug him, I do, mm. and I just think he's brilliant absolutely a freak of nature and, mm-hmm. and him and James Lapine together to, mm-hmm. it's yes. like the two um, from the Muppets it's like the two oh, guys Tyler and Waldorf it's a, yeah it's the same two guys it's the same thing That's to watch great. them work it's, it's just it's the same oh. thing and is anything coming out of the song, song cycle that you guys were working on I don't know the last I talked to Bill he was like you know it's not over so Good. maybe he's tweaking maybe writing some mm-hmm. more things mm-hmm. uh, him and Deborah Abramson who's also uh, she's the MD over at Matilda. She's amazing mm. and beautiful and and um, another really brilliant spirit, you know, mm-hmm. so. Nice. That's exciting. Well, can you tell us, you had a Feinstein, well, I guess it was 50, just 54 Below last year. You did a 54 Below show last year, didn't you? I think it's two, is it going on two years oh, ago? Two no, years ago? I don't know. Yeah, because, was it? I, I it's 2016 now. Yeah. So I know I did it in sep- it was September of 2014 mm-hmm. and then I did May September 8th in 2014 then May 8th is when I did my one woman show. So okay. it's it's a year and a half now. Can you tell us a little bit about it? What like what songs you sing? Like the one woman show is intriguing. Yeah. Is there any? Uh, it is. You're a little it's busy a right story. now. <laughs> <laughs> and people keep asking for it again. You know what? It was it came out of, actually, I really needed to get get it out because I was scared to death to just do a one-woman show mm, and have all mm-hmm. that weight on your yeah. shoulders. No one to hide behind. But I had a story to tell. Just the past few years have been so amazing and such a blessing. But it wasn't always that way. And I wanted to go and tell the story of what it was like um, to come through some difficult things and then come out not a victim, but victorious, mm. you know, on top of it and to be in a different space, but that you need some, some of that 
muck and mire to become better. Mm. Yeah. I didn't realize it at the time. And it involved me going, I know it's heavy material, going through a divorce, being a single parent while on Broadway, you know, just doing all of that and how to balance all of that. And it, it just, it, it was that. And I got a chance to do some songs that I really love. Yeah. So, yeah. That's- we start out with Spark of Creation. Ooh. Um, I also add some R&B. I do some mm. Alita Adams and uh, Jill Scott song mm-hmm. in there. Nice. Chief Cook and Bottle Washer, which oh, I love. Fantastic. I come down from this tree. Mm-hmm. From come down from the tree. I'm trying oh, to see what song. else. And then I found this uh, other uh, other composer. I can't think of her name right now, but she has a song called Granny Land. And because um, you know, I really am a granny now. <laughs> and, um, I, I did read that, song. and I am shocked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just everything. And then years ago, he did a Sondheim show with Billy Porter and Michael McElroy, James St. Mm-hmm. Clair. It was a Sondheim show, yeah. and I wanted to do a few songs mm-hmm. from that. So Being it's alive, just right? yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just coming full circle and telling that amazing journey and um not letting the difficulties define you yeah. mm-hmm. but actually Absolutely. using them to thrive mm-hmm. yeah so that's what it's about mm-hmm. wonderful yeah. comps in a time machine to that yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> she'll do it again <laughs> we'll produce it yeah. <laughs> with all our money i wish <laughs> you guys could have experienced being alive i still oh. think still hope mm. one day maybe they'll resurrect that it's yeah. so beautiful yeah Love Sondheim. Love all those people. But it was Patina Miller, Leslie Odom, Mm -hmm. myself, Mm -hmm. Chuck Cooper. Um, Just to name a few. It just just went on and on. Josh Mm. Henry. Mm. Well, I'm sold. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse Nager. I'm seeing uh, Brian Terrell Henry. Oh. Natalie Bell Kahn. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm... leaving out one um, person but oh. they were they were it was just a really <laughs> mm. amazing cast well billy porter with. you said too yeah he yeah. well he directed it oh, at right. the time mm-hmm. um ken robinson who's mm. in this mm-hmm. this one he did and vanita harbour she's an la mm. actress mm. so there were two casts that's, so that's a combination yeah. of everything and and then kenji mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so, yes yes make that happen yeah. i'm on board <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so violet Violet is really when you came into our lives. <laughs> Let's make this about that, us. That moment, <laughs> your song was so amazing. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Ugh. That show, I, I, I still have a show crush on. I can't let mm. it go. It's that show in New Brain and a New Brain. I can't let you. those two yeah. mm-hmm. go for some reason. Yeah. And uh, we still like Text each just yesterday we just did a whole thread. We all stay on a thread mm. from oh, time to awesome. time. So and we all just text each other yesterday. So we're still really mm-hmm. in contact with each other. And mm. that was it. I've been so blessed to have one great experience after another after another. Yeah. And I and, and I hope it stays that way. But I every show that I've done, I couldn't I couldn't ask for anything more. It's not been any fluff for me. It's all been really meaningful stuff mm. so been happy about that yeah. yeah i mean violet was were you familiar with violet when we when it came when we saw uh it? not really i knew Neither i knew on were. your way because right. that's like the song that everybody knows but 
It's just such a beautiful show with a beautiful message, and it's wonderful. And like, it's sort of <laughs> the, was the show when I saw it that I was like, I just want to take everyone I know to see this mm, because yeah. oh, wonderful. it's so beautiful. I wish it wasn't a limited run. I yeah. think we could have gone on for a while. Were you so involved with it at City Center? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because so I didn't did see that it at one night only right. in City Center, and that's all right. it was well, supposed that's to be. Why. Get in and get the hell out. Mm-hmm. And uh, the powers that be. Um, I think for Janine and Brian, it was one of those shows and I'm telling their business where you did it and there was a lot of hype and you're like, this is one of my first shows. This is it. This is it. And it just didn't go mm-hmm. the way because of timing. Other mm. shows were knocking them out regionally. Other people would book them, but then they would cancel them because something else was more popular right. or more well yeah. known. And she was like, I'm going to put that experience away, lock mm-hmm. it in a box and forget about it. And then, she, but of course, she went on to Carolina Change and Shrek and Thoroughly Modern. Did mm-hmm. well. Yeah, she's made. So when know. she <laughs> got the artistic directorship at City Center, like, come on, just do one night. She's like, no, 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 just one night. Fine. And it happened. And I don't think we were supposed to be reviewed, but everyone wow, loved it. And then, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that was it. Mm. Who knew? Mm. We had no idea. <sighs> I didn't. What was the experience like with the gospel? Wasn't there a full gospel choir at the yeah. one night only? So one of great. our friends went to see it and says that it was one of the best eight, like theatrical experiences yeah, that night, like especially with 30 the or 40, 50. Mm. It was a huge <laughs> so choir. Amazing. Yeah. That's so awesome. Um, they're based in Harlem. I keep forgetting their names, but they're wonderful. And mm. um, I've done something else with them. Oh, they they get around. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so exciting. Oh. I love Violet. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. You, I can't let it go. It's mm. still with me. Do you watch Younger? Sutton Foster's <laughs> TV show. <laughs> it's so good. Really? Isn't it so good? I can't. I can't. <sighs> I can't not watch it. It's so delightful. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It's mm. really good. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. You think he'll ever find you think she's gonna ever tell him? I mean, she has to, right? But that's yeah. all about the secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she looks yeah. so good. I was oh, like, she really, so your good. stomach looks like that. <laughs> really, Sutton? Sutton Foster. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's a tired mom, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, also, I think that show just also has really good, specific, like, New York jokes. Like, Brooklyn right. and Jersey mm-hmm. jokes. Yeah. Like, yeah, those right. are really... Because yeah. you can tell when it's something's, like, made in New York and made in LA to make to, to per, look like yeah. New York mm-hmm. it's not the same yeah your jokes right. are really solid can we backtrack back to the color purple really quickly mm-hmm. because I was remembering when we saw the show how much a different experience seeing the show with live audiences than listening to the cast recording because of the audience reactions what was like the experience like like your first the you know performance with an audience like having the audience reacting to what was happening. It was like the Book of Mormon experience to mm. have an audience because I just have no idea. You think it's good and you like you feel in your gut, but then what if you're wrong? You mm. know, you start having those what ifs and then to have the audience react the way that they did was mind blowing. Mm. It really was. And then it made us emotional because John doesn't believe in being sentimental, <laughs> you know, or, or keep a yeah. lid on that because, you know, someone has to, you know, drive the car and, and mm-hmm. be okay, you know. And um, it was just the best feeling in the world. And then it's just it's getting better and better mm-hmm. and more and more every night. 
like today's show, they just wouldn't let her sing that last. I don't think I feel old anymore. Mm. They just wouldn't let her open her mouth. They just kept screaming and the arms are up, you know, it's mm-hmm. like they're having, people are having breakdowns all over the place. And we just had to just stop for a minute and let them get that out. Mm. And then she sang, happened again. And yeah. you just have to let them get it out. And then she did it again. And then yesterday was her birthday to see oh. her take a second bow. Mm. That's awesome. You know, she just took a moment. It's like, I think I'm going to bow mm-hmm. again because who knew a year ago? This is where I would be. Yeah, but yeah, having those that audience there, and it also informs us that that it is working. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but John still was like, "Do not work for that audience. Don't work for a laugh. Don't work for just tell the story," which was a great. Like I said, it was like five weeks of being in a master class for me as an actor. I feel like I'm better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, now just really stay in that truth. Do not let your ego get in the way. He was like a lot of times. As soon as you get like something that the ego gets her, it's like it because it feels good. Mm. No, he would pull us back every five seconds. Mm. Well, we were also talking about after seeing the show again that it just seems like like an error proof show. Like there are some shows, like you say, working for the laugh. I don't think you have to work for the laugh mm-hmm. in this show. Yeah. There's some shows that you see and you're like, I'm not sure if that line was funny or if the actor's line read yeah. is what made it funny. Right. And I think this show works. You put this great cast in it and it works. You put a community theater cast of amateurs in it and it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the written material is just so, so strong. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. just so good. And we love our writers. They Everybody was so involved uh, from the beginning to Yeah, because the there was reworks. Did Was most of the things that were changed, was that like coming from London or was there Everything. still things he had that already changed? Ch- from the original show, 45 minutes have been shaved. Wow. Mm. And from the London show, another extra, an additional 20 minutes mm. was wow. shaved. So, yeah, he would just cut, cut. John is a minimalist. I don't yeah. need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. Take away that hat. Take away that. Put that arm down. Take away that smile. Get rid of that smirk. Take that line out. It's just If it just wasn't... He just purged anything that was totally unnecessary. And that may have worked in the other show. He was like... Maybe, I don't know, maybe this was going on at that time and that's why you needed to say this and that. And mm. so he just mm. would take it out and if, mm-hmm. and it just kept working more and more and more. And uh, It's so good. He made it as simple as it could possibly be. Mm. He said, I just need those props to fit in those baskets and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Yeah, he almost took away our hats. <laughs> I was going to say, take no hat. More hats. Well, we love hats. Yeah. Hats and wigs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We love a good wig. Mm-hmm. This is sort of a weird question, but mm-hmm. one of the things, one of the moments for me that's most impactful that like made me just makes me sob every time I see it is during Hell No because obviously that's a fun song and it's great and it's also incredibly empowering and the times when I've seen it performed live I am all of a sudden struck with this moment where I'm like oh my god there are people in the audience right now who are probably in abusive relationships like if you're thinking statistically like there are people in the audience who are in abusive relationships and they're watching this and it makes it feel so current and so relevant to like everyday life and how things are still you know things have changed but they haven't Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. and I know from other actors is it something that at the stage door people talk about or have you experienced somebody being like that song 
Maybe that's just my dream. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if anybody's ever talked about that song, but that reaction every night because also too, there's you know this. There's no fourth wall at any mm, time in right. the show, and there are times when John even tells us, "I need you to look out." So at one point, he told the ladies as we're watching, he was like, um, "I want you to look out in that audience, and I want you to scan the audience." Because there's some woman out there I need you to talk to. Just scan mm. it, look out, talk to them, because someone is going through it and I want her to get it, yeah. he or she to get it. And um, But just the mm-mm-mm and mm. the, yeah, just the, the, the reactions um, are telling us either someone may be in it or has experienced it, has seen it some, somehow. It, the reaction is just too strong, but to have mm. someone specifically talk about it, no, yeah, haven't. But mm. I really believe they are feeling something. But Absolutely. it was like, you need to look out uh, more. You know, don't focus on her. Just yeah. and talk to some woman in there. There mm. might be one person. Yeah. Mm. So at one point, he, I remember, it's like, when girl, child ain't safe. I mean, I miss. Oh, right after that, he was like, just look out. Mm-hmm. Yeah scan oh it's so that was a, as soon as that song started i think i just started sobbing i was just like <laughs> it's so yeah. beautiful it's oh, so yeah. important and it's mm. the first time i just miss silly just doesn't know any but she doesn't yeah. know you don't have to take that she's like you know well heaven lasts always she was like yeah. he's my husband and it, i'm not worried about this world bullshit yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that you you don't you don't have to take that and that's the first time this woman comes in and and puts her feet on solid ground mm-hmm. and just says you mm-hmm. have to say no miss Haley. yes there's so many like fun moments in this show that then those impactful moments mm-hmm. are so much heavier mm-hmm. so true yeah yeah mm-hmm. it just i think i love the color purple <laughs> <laughs> I know. sit here and talk about how Yay. much we love the color purple <laughs> i'm so purple. glad it's back <laughs> and, but i also think too staying in that one costume the one wig change into the, the one wig and mm-hmm. staying in the story that when miss silly's pants comes we mm-hmm. earned it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, you know that number yeah Fun. but but that's earned because everything mm-hmm. has been so stark and so sharecropper yeah, <laughs> yeah. georgia hot oppressive you know yeah. but trying to have joy and oppression thing and then we get to that moment mm. so it gets earned yeah mm-hmm. i was thinking i feel like one of the things that's so universal about this show is that it's continually pushing the idea of education mm-hmm. like in a sort of subtle way it's not like you should get an education but like education is freedom mm-hmm. when Celie learns from the women around her that's how she becomes free because she has to learn about her sexuality and like learn mm-hmm. about standing up for what herself men shouldn't hit you <laughs> right. yeah. yeah yeah and even and Nettie like her thirst for education mm-hmm. like, yeah. I want to learn how the world t- yes. you know like Mm-hmm. Like the sky changes like things we take for granted right. but why does that happen yeah you and know. mister he's got he does Everybody a lot of learning by the does. end oh it's the perfect show yeah. <laughs> Thank you. um speaking of education you have started a performing arts program i have thank you ladies i sure <laughs> have i think it's fantastic tell yeah. us all about it it's called on broadway performing arts training program it's ages five through fifteen and then 15 through 25, we we mentor, mm. you know, my teaching assistants and teachers. Um, it's a full conservatory. So for dance, they get tap, ballet, modern. For uh, acting, they get Stanislavski, Strasberg, Method, Meisner, mm. 
improv, scene work, monologue work. For music, they get choir, uh, vocal performance, which is like a big voice class. You know, how do you support? Then when you do a song, what does the song mean to you? Mm-hmm. You know, how to, how, to, how to really take a song and internalize it. And um, we do a little music theory and ear training as well. Mm. And then for theater arts, they learn about color theory, you know, positive and negative uh, color and, and all kinds of stuff. So, um, and that's when they learn stage right, stage left. So we, mm-hmm. we, it's a full body conservatory. And then for my mentees, you know, if someone needs to pay their dues for equity, we pull together and we help them get into mm. equity. If there's an audition for something, we help prepare them for auditions, for grad school, for undergrad, for uh, getting into performing arts high school, whatever you need. I have, if you want to go into marketing, I'm going to call all of my friends and get you an internship in marketing. If Whatever you need, we're there for you. And it's my dream to have like a big brothers and big sisters of Broadway oh, and yeah. just maybe have all my friends and every say every couple weeks or every three weeks, call this person up, talk to them, Mm -hmm. be a shoulder to cry on or talk about their resume, talk about their material, talk about their book, go see a show, just meet for a cup of coffee. You know, just be a big brother and sister in this industry. You know, I don't know what I would have done without my mentors. I didn't even know that's what they were, like Mm. different people that Mm. believed in Mm -hmm. me here and there. And then, so young, I love young people. So, and... um, and I always have, so I, I can't imagine doing anything else. And my mm-hmm. partner, Daniel Seifert, is my rock, my everything. So I'm really glad to have him and all the people in the program. And my assistant, Stephanie Sishi, is everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I just have a great staff. And it's at Riverside Church on, one, on 120th mm-hmm. and Riverside Drive. And they've been so gracious. Mm-hmm. Great board. And um, that's pretty. that's pretty much... That's great. It, yeah. You had and running. all my children are, oh. a lot of my children are working. They're signing with agents. Oh, good. That's awesome. Working and doing commercials and print work and the theater. Mm-hmm. So I'm really proud of it. You had an Indiegogo campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, is there is there any way for people to support at this time? Um we don't have the Indiegogo campaign going on right now. Right now mm-hmm. we're just filing for our grants and, and everything. We are under Fracture Atlas, but we're about to have our own 501c3 status. Oh, great. So, and um, I guess then we'll have some... There's a link on the website if people right. want to donate, they can. And that's www.onbroadway-patp.com. And um, they can do it that, that way. I think Good. right now we're focusing more on our grants and... Mm-hmm. Maybe having a gala and having every, Ooh. you know, having a few people come out. Yeah. Good. Get all your friends yeah. to come out yeah. work hopefully. <laughs> yeah. For these kids, it's, yeah. it's, it was hard for me at first to ask for help, mm. but someone's explained to me, this has nothing to do with you. It's for these children. Yeah. So you have, it's your responsibility to fund this program. And, and because 65% of our children are scholarshiped and I was paying that out of pocket <laughs> because I just I just can't I couldn't tell a kid no and sure, yeah. we have kids from all five boroughs five states in every social economic status mm. there and some kids from the foster care system so it's it's that's amazing yeah I, I you know we have to and I just can't say no but my board is like chow you cannot give these people <laughs> you can't keep functioning like that so right. we're 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 trying to do better. Good. But I'm sure, especially if you wanted to throw a gala, it's the type of thing that 
it's important and I think it's important to people in the community and anyone that doesn't think it's important can get out because like especially I mean I love the idea of big brother big sister I think it's like as an outsider, especially like as a fan and I have friends that are actors, like Mm -hmm. I can't imagine if you're moving to New York city and you don't already know someone, I mean, it is a big, big terrifying world. Where are you going to live? Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to eat? I mean, you're already dealing with New York and then trying to, and if my friend manages a restaurant, come hunt, go, go talk to this person, see if they can hire Mm -hmm. you. And you, you just, um, I don't know. I just feel responsible for that. You know, even if it's, I'll I'll do whatever I can with as much as with what I have, mm-hmm. you know. So that's awesome. Well, yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and aside from seeing you in the color purple, you're doing a concert on Monday the 18th. Mm-hmm. Broadway Names with Julie James live. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and Jennifer Holiday. Yes, and yes. Jennifer Holiday. Oh, Holiday. Yeah, we'll be doing that. And I think next month I'm doing something at BB King's with Broadway Ooh. Inspirational Voices. Ooh. I think Telly Long is having a night of mm. singers, and so we're gonna do that. Oh. And oh God, I don't have the date with me, but just look forward for that. Look yeah. to that in February. And then the Church Ladies are doing something <gasps> with um, with John. Oh. So I think he does this concert called Lady Sing Sondheim, and he asked us to do something Ooh. with him. That's so intriguing. Be fun. Can't wait. Yeah, that's in March. Okay. Nice. Oh my gosh, so many good things on the horizon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for sitting down and talking. Thank you, with ladies. Us. I'm so glad to meet you in person. You <laughs> I love your yeah. I love your program. Oh, thank, <laughs> oh, thank you. you. Congratulations. We love your voice. Oh, thank love you. Your voice. Thank you. We could just talk all about your voice for another. You have hour. a fantastic instrument. Oh, thank you. How old were you when you started singing? I was around 12 before I mm. kind of knew, yeah. and I tried out for Annie in my school play, and that's when I started singing in church, mm. and so like a little around 12, and then around 15, I got in the Civic Light Opera Mini Stars, mm. and then it just then started doing like mm-hmm. teen pageants, and that's when it just really started going from there, and then I started attending a program like my program. Um, at the time, it was called Mount Lebanon Center for the Arts, and then I would then I would go back and teach mm-hmm. at the Civic Light Opera Academy while going to college, and awesome. um, yeah, just around twelve to fifteen. That's mm-hmm. when it really fifteen it really started jumping off. And amazing. Yeah. Well, your voice is a present for all of us. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone, go see The Color Purple. Because why haven't you yet? What's wrong with you? (laughs) That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go Go see live theater. theater!